0: The situation surrounding this upcoming by-election has raised a lot of questions, and you send them my way on the text line every day, and I try and answer them as best I can, but we thought, you know what, it might be a good idea to get somebody and sort of walk us through some of the rules around by-elections. Now, some of the rules around by-elections aren't really rules. They're more... You know, it's a convention, if you will, or just something that uh, typically goes this way. But there are rules that are written, and then there's rules that are unwritten, and uh, I think it's a little confusing for some people. So, Lori Williams joining us now. Uh, Lori, as you know, is a political science prof uh, and student advisor in the Department of Economics, Justice, and Policy Studies at Mount Royal University. Uh, Lori, thanks for your time. I appreciate you joining us.
1: It's great to be with you, Shane.
0: So, I, so I think we have two issues here. First, the by-election that. Is happening. We'll deal with that. We also have the one that isn't. We'll get to that in a minute. But the one that is happening, Brooks Medicine Hat, November 8th, um, mm-hmm. what we're seeing in this case, and I know a lot of people are getting up in arms about, oh, she doesn't even live in the riding. Doesn't matter, right? There is nothing illegal or untoward with what's happening around this by-election. This has happened before.
1: Yes, and, and well, again, no doubt. So residency in the actual riding isn't uh, required. Obviously, it's an advantage and questions, as we're seeing right now, get yeah. raised about opportunism if people run in a riding um, that they aren't resident in, particularly given that Danielle Smith has signaled quite clearly that she wanted to be in living, Livingston Cloud, her former riding, and, and where she does, in fact, resign. So, when we see a situation like this and I mean I mean and she's come up
0: with all kinds of different reasons as to why she's doing it or everything like that, but, like you said, it sure people are being critical because it looks opportunistic because it is opportunistic. they're going to put the leader in a riding where they're very confident they're going to win the riding right
1: yep, yep, that's right, I mean, because it would be pretty difficult for her if she lost, and we've seen premiers lose in a general election and then have to run in a by-election, this right. is what happened to Don Getty, but to lose a by-election specifically called for your leadership, for your premiership, um, that would be, uh, well, a pretty difficult thing to recover from.
0: A lot of people asking that question, should she lose this by-election? Now, there's nothing saying that she would, anything would change for her if she doesn't want it to, but typically, as we said, the unwritten rules, of the convention is, if you lose that by-election, you're done, Right.
1: Well, politically, it's a, a very difficult blow to recover from. Um, so, you know, again, it, it's possible to run another by election. Then she's got the additional problem if that were to happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she'd have the additional problem of of trying to explain why she was holding a by election for her riding and not for for anyone else, and that that can be quite quite problematic. But looking at the by election she's in, I mean, she's up against the leader of the of the. Uh, of the Alberta party and the mayor of Brooks, Barry yep. Morrisheeda. So, you know, this this may not just be a cakewalk for yeah. her. Certainly, she thinks she's going to win it, and there are good reasons to think that that, that will be the case. But uh, it may it may be a bit more competitive than than Livingston McLeod, for example.
0: Yeah, and not a slam dunk. I think it could be interesting. Uh, the other question around that is, uh, and I don't know if it's because Barry Morrisita is the leader of the Alberta Party if that changes the equation. But in in other instances like this, where a premier is seeking a seat in a safe riding, in some cases, perhaps not all opposition parties will sort of stand down for the good of, we want the premier in the legislative assembly. They won't contest it. Uh, we're not seeing that. I've talked to both the NDP and I've talked to Barry Morishita. full bore. They're going and they're running this election. Is that unusual?
1: It's not unusual, but you're right. Quite often, uh, you know, other other parties say, well, we're not going to contest that that particular election. Uh, the problem for Daniel Smith on that count is that when Jim Prentice was running, when he became the leader of the, the Progressive Conservative Party and was running in a by-election four for different by-elections held that particular year, we should note because he didn't just have a by-election for his seat, but for three others as well. And uh, Daniel Smith and the Wildrose Party fought very hard to try to win those seats, and and a sort of a a symbolic as well as a a numerical victory um, in in those four by-elections. So for Danielle Smith, it's not going to be possible for her to consistently sort of uh, ask, ask for concessions that she wasn't willing to give to Jim Prentice when he was running for, yeah. seat when he became premier.
0: Very interesting. Okay. Now, the by-election that isn't happening, Calgary Elbow, a lot of people talk, well, hang on, you've got a vacant riding. Why don't you run a by-election here? There. What are the rules? Because some people say, well, you don't typically run a by-election if you're less than a year from a general. Other people say, yeah, you do. So what are the actual rules that are in law saying this is what must happen around a vacant riding?
1: well, there are two different laws. One that says it has to happen between uh, within six months and another says it can uh, be dispensed with if it's within uh, a year of a of a, of a general election. But again, how you interpret that? So do we go um a year from the constitutional limit, which is five years, or do we go a year from the uh, the the legislative uh, recommended date of of next May? And if it's the the uh the absolute limit then we're not within a year if it's when the next uh, uh election is supposed to happen the four-year election that that was introduced with legislation then then we are within a year but nothing's stopping someone from holding a by-election even if it is within yeah. a year and and we've seen that before we saw that again with with Jim Prentice and the four by-elections that he held the the critical thing I think to uh, to look at here is not so much what the rules are, but the fact that they're being implied inconsistently. So yes. we do need a by election in Brooks, Madison Hat, but we don't need a by election in Calgary Elbow, even though that seat has been ba- vacated for longer. And and I think you know Danielle Smith has un- sort of unusually made some significant missteps. Um, even though she's only been the the leader for a week, well not quite a week uh and she has been the um she's been the the uh premier right on the first day of being premier her comments about discrimination have gotten into her, her into hot water. I think it's pretty unusual to see these kinds of of divisions these kinds of um Errors causing the kind of of uh, controversy that these ones have already. Not not a great start. Not the one I'm sure that Daniel Smith would have wanted.
0: No, I think you're right. I think and, and I think that's that goes to the written and the unwritten. I think in terms of what it's what we're seeing play out and the way it's being played out. Nothing wrong with it technically, legally. No laws are being broken, but I think it'll come down to the electorate in terms of, well. <sighs> How how does that resonate with how the voter feels? And, and there's some risk there. I think you're right, Laurie. But again, Absolutely. nothing technically wrong, right?
1: No, nothing illegal. Um, but again, you know, do you respect the spirit of yes. the law as well as the letter of law? Do you respect democracy and accountability? Exactly. Do you respect Do you respect the voters of of Calgary, which is going to be a battleground in the next election? And questions around all those things have been raised that don't help. Danielle Smith and her fight toward the next election.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be fascinating to watch. And uh, Lori, will rely on your expertise as we go along. Thank you. Thank you. That's Lori Williams, who is an associate professor and student advisor in the Department of Economics, Justice, Policy Studies, Mount Royal University. Now, I'm not here to say what she's doing is right or she's wrong. That's up to you.